0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the 20th week after Pentecost. This week, we are making our way through all of the readings that are assigned for this coming weekend, plus one more. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. A reading from Isaiah chapter 1, beginning at verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the teachings of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of goats. When you come to appear before me, who ask this from your hand? Trample my courts no more. Bring offering, Bringing offerings is futile. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon in Sabbath, calling a convocation. I cannot endure solemn assemblies with iniquity. Your new moons and your appointed festivals my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you stretch out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves and make yourselves clean. Remove your evil deeds from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. Come now. Let us argue it out, says the Lord. If your sins are like scarlet will they become like snow? If they are red like crimson, will they become like wool? If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Isaiah speaks this word from the Lord to a deeply religious and observant people who had also forgotten how to love their neighbors. It was a nation that observed each festival, offered each prescribed sacrifice and burnt offering, made pilgrimage, remembered their prayers, observed festivals after festivals, but forgot to care for the most vulnerable in their society, the widow, the orphan, the stranger, the poor. It seems as if they were keeping only part of the covenant, the part that makes them look good or makes them feel righteous or holy and not the parts of the covenant that challenge them to act in the interests of others. There are people who would gladly sacrifice a sheep to worship the Lord, but they will not spare a sheep to feed the hungry among them. So what makes this kind of hypocrisy even worse is how this kind of worship turns into a luxury of and for the elite. It becomes a show, a kind of play acting for the benefit of others in the upper circles of money and power that at the same time keeps the poor and the suffering at a distance. God's house no longer becomes a house of prayer for all people, but a playhouse of the rich. And what is God's response? God warns that he will turn away from them, making their worship hollow and meaningless, since that is what they have made it, as they go through just the motions, without listening to what is truly required of God's people. When God turns away from them, their worship is no better than the worship of idols, because the idol they worship is their own goodness, their own wealth, their own blessings. Our worship is meaningful because we worship a living God and a personal God, God who is really truly present for us and to us. This relationship is dynamic. God speaks and we respond. We respond and God speaks. Worship is a living relationship with God that begins in praise and thanksgiving for all that God has done for us and continues in the fellowship that God has created between us as God's people and the Lord as our God. And since one of the things we praise and thank God for each morning is the gift of relationship with each other, then tending to each other's well-being is also counted as part of our worship. It is not that worship is meaningless. It is one of the things that is most meaningful, and it is the end and goal of all of God's creation. It is not that worship does not make a difference. It makes all the difference. And instead, Isaiah reminds us that we love God when we love our neighbor, and when we love our neighbor, we also love God. So that our worship of God is so much more than just the single observation of festivals and holy days, sacrifices and burnt offerings, appointed hours of prayer, places of worship. Our worship is our love and trust in God above all things. A love and trust that also loves our neighbor, just as God loves our neighbor. In the tender compassion of our God, Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else? For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today?